Hello, 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 everyone, everyone, everyone's. All right, it's Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. It is time, it is time, it is time. It is time for Arthur's Excerpt Sunday. And today's guest, we have Mo Flames. Yes, we have Arthur Mo Flames. Yes, we are going to sit down and talk about her book entitled... One ain't enough, okay? One ain't enough. This book is good. Ooh, I read it, and it is off the chain, okay? So come on, and let's join in this conversation with author Mo Flames about her book entitled One Ain't Enough. All right, come on now. Let's get busy. Everyone. Hello, everyone. Hello, how is everyone doing today? Hello, and welcome to Arthur's Excerpt Sunday. My name is Sharice Johnson Moore, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. Hello, hello, everyone. It is time, it is time, it is time. It's time for our special guest of this evening. Her name is Miss Mo Flames, and she is the author of One Ain't Enough. Hello, everyone, and welcome, Miss Mo Flames. Oh, hello. Thank you for having me, Sharice. Hello, Hi, how are you doing today, baby? How are you I'm doing cool. today? Well, fabulous, fabulous. Happy Sunday, fun day. I know that's right. I know that's right. I know that's right. It's a special day for me, of course, yes, because it is right. my birthday. And, and hey, how you doing? <laughs> I know that's right. Make one, make one, get out and party, girl. I know that's right. So, how's your day been, baby? It has been absolutely wonderful. Busy, but wonderful. Busy, but wonderful. Oh, okay. All right. So, Miss Mo Flames is driven by a solid predilection to share her experience with her readers and give a glimpse of stories she has read. Mo Flames writes creativity, creativity and innovatively telling stories that her readers can easily resonate with. Through her 
electrifying style of storytelling, Mo takes a takes pride in her ability to take ideas from her mind ex, and express them in a very, very, very poignant way, which other readers are able to understand and relate to. Partly her writing has been by her strong reading and writing culture that shared that that started when she held a when she first held a pencil in her very tender age and it flur in a flourishing authorship journey that spans over 15 years now mo has worked on numerous books and manuscripts she published her first book in 2008, and between now and then, she has put down numerous manuscripts before re-releasing her debut romance novel, One Ain't Enough, <laughs> the first book in a series of three. The story explores rekindle, rekindle, rekindling love, fighting, uh, temptations, drawing boundaries, scandals, drama and mayhem murder and remarkable cast that will not quickly leave uh relieve her readers minds mo flame has the gift of storytelling in a unique way she engages her audience for the first word to the last when she is not teaching or not tucked into her tight schedule, you will find her traveling, playing games like The Sims, watching Criminal Minds, and listening to some nice smooth and R&B tracks. Besides, she enjoys bowling and reading romance, erotica, fantasy, and suspense romance stories. She is passionate about her community service and crafting, and she always dreams of being the very best version of a writer she can ever become. Currently, Mo Flames resides in the H-E-L, baby, with her husband and daughter. Everyone, welcome Miss Mo Flames to the broadcast. Thank you. Hello, darling. How are you doing? How are you doing? Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was wonderful. So, oh, yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So I wanted to ask, I, I want to I get into what made you become an author. Well, um, I always like to read. My dad uh, always had books around us. He was mm -hmm. an advocate himself avid reader himself and um i don't ever remember having encyclopedia britannica um years ago they used to bring them around the house so we had mm -hmm. encyclopedia britannicas we had so many books bookshelves like this and um not mm -hmm. this big but you know we had a bookshelf with different books and you remember scholastic with yes. the we i would always want to buy the scholastic books i think oh please i just gotta buy a book i i would mm -hmm. just beg and to the, the library with my dad and I would want to rewrite mm -hmm. people's stories. I mean, it didn't okay. matter what ending I would have. I'm like, oh, I can rewrite their ending. So, and my yeah. cousin, she would laugh, like, here she goes with her little notepad and I would sit there on the bed and I'm like rewriting endings. 
Um, whether it's like, mm -hmm. oh, V.C. Andrews the first, I think one of the biggest books I read that I remember was V.C. Andrews, Flowers in the Attic. So mm -hmm. <laughs> even though okay. it was like so far-fetched with the woman having her, the, the, the mother having her children and not feeding them or feeding them, you know, pretty much rat poisoning, trying to like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. Trying to take her mm -hmm. kids out, so she can have the the you know the um the uh, the the parent trying to win over the parents. I mean, but you didn't know that was going on toward, towards the end. Um, yes, but that was one of the first book, the first you know series I read, and then oh, I got into romance with Harlo Harlequin romance. I had probably no business uh -huh, reading yeah. that got my age, you know, before eighteen. <laughs> right. Okay, but that's right. when I got into the romance, and I mean, I would sit there and again think of all of these different stories that I could write better than some of the authors. And again, walking around mm -hmm. and my dad ended up coming home with an electronic brothers typewriter. The ones you had to put the correction tape in. Yeah. And I was sitting there. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. tape in. You yeah. can tell me nothing. You can tell right. me that stories coming right. out. And, and, and I will tell you what ended up happening. You, you know, of course I got older. You know, yeah. graduated high school, start you know college, and and it got away from mm -hmm. me for a while, and yes. I got back into it. Just every in college, I did great stories. Whenever you know, mm -hmm. teachers give you your your papers to write, always come up with great stories. Always get made A's in English. I had a, a teacher, Mr. Payton. He was like, "Girl, you should stick with this. You really write well." But I I never pursued it throughout that time. But um, as an adult, you know, um, mm -hmm. was going through preparation. And needed yeah. an outlet, and I'm about to I'm about to yes. date myself. So when people you know watch this and listen to this, so MySpace, 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 I was putting stuff out, and I shared with a friend, girl, you know, I mm. like to write, and she said, really, and mm. I said, I really like to write, like girl, I could write stories, short stories and stuff. She said, girl, it's yes. writers on here. It's some major writers, like heavy hitters, Elon yeah. Harris alive to everybody was on there and she's like girl get on there put your stuff on there you never know who might be on there i yeah. just started putting out little excerpts did my own blog and wrote and yes. wrote the book mm -hmm. funny enough but it wasn't one enough it had so many titles oh my gosh it had so many titles before. okay uh, yes and i wrote i wrote the manuscript i wrote and i mean i just let everything out i just and i was at the time, I had moved to Atlanta. So that's why I started in Atlanta. Atlanta was popping. It was, it was just so much yeah, going through my yeah. mind. I wanted to be an author. I saw myself. And I don't know, again, dating myself. Remember at the end of the show, the guy, he'll be sitting at his computer doo -doo -doo -doo, and pull out the paper. Yeah, yeah. And some paper over his head. I could yeah. always see myself <laughs> doing that at the end of a story, right? Yeah. Together. Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. Over my head. So I, I just always, always felt like I could, I could do it, and I finally did it. You know, when enough is done, yes. I finished the book. So there I know it. that's right. I know that's right. So, um, so what made what 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 piqued your interest? Was it the was it um, the publishing process, or okay? So tell us about. The real interesting part of where you decide to self-publish your book. So, um, like you said, in uh, my first book was in 08. I was discovered mm -hmm. by someone on on uh, mm -hmm. MySpace. Requested, you know, hey, I can help you get your book published. So it was a small press publisher. Um, not knowing, yeah. you get excited. Someone wants to publish you. Um, didn't ask yeah. the right question. 
didn't understand. I was just, hey, somebody wants to publish me. Great. Yeah. It takes everything mm-hmm. off your plate. And yeah. from there, it went. It, it was received. People loved it. And then to start asking the questions of now what? Um, we yeah. moved to two. But then we started to move in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, creative differences. Um, okay. Not agreeing on the manuscripts. So now we're writing multiple manuscripts. Like you said, there were multiple manuscripts written. And we okay. agree on those second manuscripts. So now it's asking more questions from other seasoned authors. Like, yes. why are you in a contract where you are giving away your, your manuscripts and not being agreed? So long story short, this wasn't the best contract to be under where you're giving away or you've given away your rights as an author. You're really not supposed to probably do that. So now it's, wow, you right. didn't understand. Right. You didn't mm-hmm. really do what mm-hmm. you So years went by not understanding how I should have done this process. So for me, yes. it was a learning lesson. And as I always yes. share now, as I'm teaching other authors, hey, you yes. need to understand the process. If you want to be under yeah. Really understand mm-hmm. what your rights are. Hold on to your name. Hold on to maybe one man. Give one manuscript, perhaps. And if you're giving one manuscript, understanding the process of what that entails. What what's what's your rights in that manuscript? Yeah. So now for the indie publishing, I know everything is me. If I choose to drop yeah. a book today or tomorrow, it's my book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I right? get Kindle. If I put it on Kindle on KDP, I can uh, put it on KDP. It, I choose to it's do mine. It. Right. It's, 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 it's more flame. So mm-hmm. um that was yes. the choice now. It's the whole process. I get to have the say in it. Um I I have mm-hmm. an awesome editor. Um I'm part of the editing process. I was not part of the ed- editing process the first time. I didn't get to speak to the mm-hmm. people who were talking, you know, talking it through with my words, helping me develop yes. as an author, you know, because authors need to grow. You need to have yeah. a coach. You know, someone yes. helping you develop in your career as an mm-hmm. author. It's a community. Yes. You know, I didn't have that. I didn't have a mentor, if you will. So um, yeah. the process, I, I, the process, I really didn't understand it at the time. So as you can tell, from 08 to 2022, mm-hmm. a lot of growth mm-hmm. happened. A lot of growth happened during that process. So now as an indie publisher or indie author, um, mm-hmm. a lot to, to do it and be this indie okay. author that I am. So, what's the best advice you have for newbies? You know, those ones that's just starting out. What is your best advice you would give them? Let's see. Best advice is research. Research. this Research this yeah. industry. You research. ain't never lying. <laughs> research. Yes. Do your homework. Yes. I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. Google is your best friend. I mean, yeah. we had Yahoo. <laughs> when I started yeah. with Yahoo and Google yeah. now, but Google is your best friend. There's there's nothing out here you cannot find. Get a book. Get into a writer's community. There's so many writers' communities. Find a mentor. It sure is. Get a Don't be afraid to find someone who's going to help you. If they're saying no, then this is not that person's not for you. Find someone who's willing to share the information with you. If you, if, yeah. if you don't have someone doing it, you're not researching this, more than likely you're going to make some pitfalls. And unfortunately, it's going to be a very long journey for you. Don't do what I did. Don't Just don't do what I did. It's, and, and costly. Oh, God, costly. It's, it's cost, costly. <laughs> costly. 
Yes. Awesome. You need a budget. <laughs> you need a budget. Yeah. Yeah. You need a plan. Need a plan. How much money you want to spend? How much money you gonna, you know, because as me as an author, I had to learn. I had I learned that. I did my research on all the different people publishing. Who mm-hmm. should I go with? And this, that, and the other, and all these, all the other, uh, not just KDP and, and uh, you know, um, Kindle and things like that. I did my research on the different publishers that are out here, the big top ten to the, to the, um, the, you know, the, to the self-published, uh, you know, the ones, the independent. Uh, publishers, things like that. And the one thing I have learned is you got to know what the budget is. You got to know yes. how much your, how you got to talk, you got to put all the ask, all the things that's included into a list. Mm-hmm. And okay, how much my book going to cost me? Right. How much the graphic art graphic arts designer gonna cost me to create the book cover, the Kindle cover, mm-hmm. the hardback cover? Mm-hmm. Um, how much it you know ISBN number, things of that nature. You know, um, you know, should I have one? Should yeah, I buy yeah. one? You know, yeah, come on with the biggest one. I feel you need to have your biggest investment ready to pay for is your editor. The one, yes. one that's going to make sure what's yes. behind the cover. Mm-hmm. Is going to make sure your yeah. users are going to understand from page one to the end your book is quality. <laughs> There's yes. quality behind it. Yeah. Now, and your cover. Yeah. Your cover mm-hmm. Yeah. Your cover design. You know, and, and, you, you know, know it's just she, itemize, right? Itemize it. <laughs> itemize it. In the beginning and end because, you know, everything is a process. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, everything is a process when you become, you just decide to do self-publishing. Yeah. Because I, you know, I hear a lot of authors say, I went with this company and I got this, but I didn't get the marketing or advertising after that. And then if I want that, they won't charge me for that service. Right. And, 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 and the one thing, you know, one thing I always tell authors is, um, have some more money for the after the book is published. Always have you not the publishing. Okay, that's one process. Publishing, self-publishing, all that, all those things for that. Marketing. Then you gotta have a budget for your marketing and advertising because that's how you draw people to your book. Mm-hmm. You know, right. draw them to the process. Um, so um, and I'm learning that happens what? while you're doing all of this. I'm learning that happens while you're doing this, meaning as everything's you're writing, together. You're, yes, <laughs> while you're writing your book, your readers should be going <laughs> going along on a yeah. journey with you. Hey, guess what? I'm writing a book. I'm a new mm-hmm. and following yeah. my journey while I'm writing this book and going through my edits and finding my cover, my cover review. Mm-hmm. That's your mark. Yeah. That's that's part. Yeah. Of- that's the part of the build up. Yes, yes. you know. Besides, you know, that uh, that build up is good for when you launch your book, you know. Exactly. So um so let's let let us hear you read an excerpt out of your book, please. One in enough. All right. All right. 
One ain't enough. All right, now let's see what this juicy tidbit get us. <laughs> okay, here we go. His voice was low and deep as he greeted her. Hello, Desiree. Jamal took her hand and kissed the back of it. Being up close and personal, she was able to focus on all of his features. He was the same height as Rico, with piercing dark brown eyes, thick eyebrows, and super long eyelashes that looked as if they were done perfectly by mascara. His full lips were perfectly outlined by a pencil mustache that connected to his goatee beard. Then she smiled thinking she had a better appreciation for Beyonce's lyrics from the song Soldier. He was sexy as hell rocking a low-cut Caesar. He oozed ultra-managed and the sophistication of a distinguished gentleman. Jamal was handsome and sexy. She realized, she, was still, she realized he was still holding her hand. She looked down for a moment. His hand was larger than hers and smooth. His fingers were also soft. Her, hands returned to, her eyes returned to his face. As she watched his lips move, her vision became, got a little hazy. She tried blinking away the blurriness, but her vision was still, flirt, still fuzzy. Am I actually seeing his aura, or is it this damn Cosmo? I think I've had too many, too many, she thought to herself. As she rubbed her eyes, the haziness went away, and she noticed he was watching her. She didn't bother explaining herself. Instead, she told him to continue talking. I asked you if you would like to dance. When Jamal flashed that pearly white smile, Desiree knew she was caught up. After spending the rest of the night dancing and talking, they exchanged numbers. A few weeks later, they had dinner at, at a restaurant near her office. By the end of the week, by the end of the, at, by the end of their date, she realized they had a few things in common, and she looked forward to spending more time with him. They knew maintaining a relationship would be challenging with Desiree's new position that required her to travel 80% of the time and Jamal's practice that demanded shifts at the hospital, surgeries, and on-call emergencies. But when their schedules permitted, they spent as much time together as possible. Although it was difficult, they somehow made the relationship work. Jamal invited her to attend a medical conference in Manhattan, before, and before they left, he proposed to her in the middle of Times Square. She accepted, and they were married six months later. Bringing her thoughts back to the present, Desiree knew her marriage wasn't exactly going as well as it should, considering they were still newlyweds. Something had shifted and she couldn't put her finger on it. She wasn't unhappy, but she wasn't happy either. She continued to travel while spending minimal time at home. Jamal had been patient, but he began voicing his opposition to her traveling. He was also ready to start her, he was also ready to start her family, but she wasn't thinking about being anybody's mother. She objected to the idea and justified her reasons with how much it meant for her to have a successful career first. Despite her objections, he, was, he still pressed her about it. She wasn't ready, so he would have to wait. Looking down at her watch, Desiree cursed and, and got dressed quickly. Then she called her husband. After three rings, Jamal answered in a groggy, deep voice. Hello? Hey, it's me. What's up, baby? Is something wrong? No, and I'm sorry to wake you up like this in the middle of the night, but I wanted to let you know I'm getting on a flight in an hour. When I land this morning, I have to go to the office. I'll take a car service home when I get off, so don't worry about coming to get me. Call me when you get off the plane. Love you. All right, love you too. She hung up and called downstairs to the front desk for a bellhop. 
looking forward to getting on the plane and catching up on some sleep. She picked up her, her, she picked up her, her carry-on baggage and headed for the door. Jamal sighed and turned over to the woman next to him. Sweetheart, I've got to get up. She'll be home in a few hours. <laughs> Why your face look like that? <laughs> I okay. You were making that face. You was like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Okay. I knew you was going. Uh, you was like, wait, uh, what? <laughs> wait a minute. Hold up. Oh. I knew you was, I, gonna, I was, was like, wait, what? I was, I was not ready for that. You was like, I wait, was what? Not ready. Like, huh? <laughs> okay, dude. All right. I knew you was not now, ready. Okay. <laughs> See, now that is what I'm talking about when it comes to a book that that a per that you that you know that's going to be good when you read it because. It has you on your edge of your seat by the last sentence, okay? And it, it child, let me tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all go get the book, okay? Go get it, cause now with that one, with that one right there, it, okay. Um, I I'm going to get that book soon as I get off of this interview. I have to have it, okay? So, um, you know, I, I, thank you for reading the excerpt. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, uh, wait a minute, like, okay, so then it, you know, I, 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 I love it. I love it. Mm. I love it. I, I love, I, I love it because that is how a book is supposed to captivate a person's soul where you, you, when you first started reading, I was like, okay, all right, he's in a relationship, they're in a relationship and everything. And, you know, then it, you know, embarks on how the relationship is between them two. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, I, okay, then here go the, the bombshell moment right here. Okay, right. well. Well, she's not real happy, right? And she must be yeah. talking on the phone, like, hey, babe, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll be home. Yeah. Get on the plane. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'll be home. Then he, yeah, somebody else. Like, wait, what? Uh, well, huh? Yeah, like, wait a minute. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, we have uh, a guest here. Her name is Jay Rosalind Marie, and she yeah. states, Mo Flames, you know, I'm waiting for books two and three. Okay. Yes. And and we thank you, Miss uh, J. Rosalyn Marie. We thank you. Um, we have uh, so many, you know, like uh, Charles says, Charles, Charles says it's definitely best to own your own yes. properties. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, uh, uh, you know, um, we greatly, uh, greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate, you know, that 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 I'm still on a I'm still on a like a wait a minute moment <laughs> on that I'm in a wait a minute hold on wait when they just talking on the phone see that's, see that's just the excerpt from that part I ain't even go into the whole story you still on that yeah. see that's where we got her yes. own thing 
going on? That's that's Jamal, her husband. Desiree got her yeah. own love that doesn't include mm. Jamal. Yeah. yeah. I, that's one excerpt. Okay. See, that's the excerpt of Jamal yeah. triangle that doesn't include yeah. Desiree. Desiree got her own that don't include Jamal. See, that's why one ain't enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I see. All righty then. All righty then. All righty. Okay, dokey. So, um, how long did it take you? How long was the process uh, of you writing the book? How long was the process? Um, the first book honestly took about five months. The first book took five months. And then of course the mm -hmm. editing, the editing took a little while. Cause you know, back and forth what's you know, what we want to take out, put back mm -hmm. in, add a little mm -hmm. bit more. Um, yeah. and then of course this is a re-release. Like I said, this book came out in 08. And so uh -huh. you guys know, oh, wait, we, I think I put black, a Blackberry was in this. We had flat screen. So when I re-released this book, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was back had, there in the day. It was yeah. dated, so it was stuff. My, I yeah. mean, I had my, I, I had people laughing. I said, "Well, when I re-released this book, I wanted it to be mm -hmm. current." And so there are things that I yes. changed around and did a little bit more where it was. Okay. It was, it was I, I'm a seasoned writer now, so there were things that yes. I updated. But my editor now, we just really made things. We've developed a lot of the characters that are in there now. People like Jay mm -hmm. Robinson. She's she's not. It's like man, oh man, the drama that's in there. When you say mayhem, somebody. I had to kill somebody in the book. Somebody dies in the book. I mean, it, it's so yeah. It's so it's a yeah. lot that goes on. It, but it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. But it, uh -huh. it, it took five months. The second book took um. Oh my god, that's the story. Oh, that was funny. I had people laughing about that. I had this is a new chair. Now I I, I haven't need to buy a I haven't needed to buy a new chair right in book three. But I've told my husband. Okay. Book uh -huh. three is halfway through. We we are yes. we are like. 20, I feel like we about 20,000 words about done with book three. Okay. I ain't leaving this office in two weeks. I ain't leaving this office okay. in two weeks. It's okay. I know. I'm going to need another yes. chair. <laughs> I'm going to okay. need another chair. But, yeah. but yeah. you know, that's how dedicated I am to finishing Desiree and Derek's story. You know, that's okay. how dedicated I am. But okay. these, these uh, three books, it's taken me this year. It's taken me literally this last year to finish these, this, these three stories, these three books. That's how yes. they yeah. to to re-release re book one um mm -hmm. five months and now book two has taken mm, from uh let's say yeah roughly three months yeah look she said the complete book is a straight fire straight fire straight fire miss <laughs> Jay Roster Marie yes so do you have do you uh, do um do you set a time aside for your writing time? Yes, you I do. Like I time aside. Oh, okay. Yes, I am. I wake up every morning. Um, I'm usually up mm -hmm. about five, five-ish in the morning, and that's so yes. I don't get interrupted by a husband, daughter, you know, nobody. And I am sitting in this office before any yes. emails anybody, and mm -hmm. I. Of this and it's the first thing I do. And it's funny, I wish I had the time that Walter Mosley said the full three hours to sit and write. Like that. Yeah. Like, I, like I, I actually sit and read what I wrote the day before and then mm -hmm. I and start writing. But I wish I had the full three hours that he spent because I was watching okay. one of his classes and he said he actually spends the mm -hmm. three hours. Ooh, and I get those three hours. I yeah. spend now now when I get three hours in, oh I go, yeah. I go, I go. Oh, I go yeah. But in the 
you be going in. <laughs> well, I be going in. But if I the, the okay. hour that I get in the morning, that's that's my time yeah. every morning. My daily writing habit every morning. If I can get in three hundred to a thousand words, that's wonderful. But if I don't, I'm editing mm-hmm. in that morning. That's that's my space every morning. Right. Yep. Okay. Okay. So, do you have any upcoming events uh, coming up where you're going to be at? Or, yes. You know? Here in the ATL, the All weekend, right. August fourth through the seventh, or, or August fourth through the eighth, the Black Writers Weekend, Lit Crawl. Oh. Yes, I will okay. be. On August 6th, I will be at the Wine House. Come check me out. I'll be signing copies. Don't even know. Yes. Okay. Just come see me. Come meet Mo Flames. Get your book signed. And then in October, I will be at the Creative, and I'm going to say it wrong, so let me pull my phone up just to tell you so I give it to you correctly. Okay. (laughs) I'll be at the Creative Retreat in October. That's Black Girls Who Write. Mm. I'll be there Uh in October. Uh Then in November... 20 books uh-huh. to 50k. I'll be there in November. That's in Las Vegas. Okay, you rep- repeat that. Sure. Repeat that. So, sure. So, uh August 4th through 7th, that's Black Writers Weekend uh-huh. here in Atlanta. Okay. So, I'll be That's with um to make a new um, house. What's the lady? Yeah, new house. Yes. I know who she is. Yes. Yeah. So yes. On yes. August 6th, I will be at the yeah. Wine House. Lit yes. Cross. Yep. Uh-huh. Check me out there. I'll be signing copies. Then okay. in October, will I be at the Creative Connection Retreat with Black Girls, uh, Black Girls Who Write? Um, mm. then in, in November, um, yes. twenty books to fifty k for uh, okay. that's in um, Vegas. That's uh, I think November. Hang on, let me give you the right date for that one. <laughs> I was gonna have this stuff okay. for you. Here we go. That's uh, November fourteenth through the eighteenth. I'll be signing copies of My Enough and One Still Ain't Enough. That's book two. Okay. That will be out. Right. I'm still enough. Uh-huh. I'll be signing copies there in Vegas, uh, November 18th, Friday, November 18th. Okay, all right. So that's right there, almost on Christmas and Thanksgiving put together, right? I know that's yeah. right. Oh my goodness, you are moving and shaking and doing all. Uh, keep up the excellent work, my dear. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. I want it. You know, uh, you can find her books on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amazon. Let's see. My um, website. Amazon. My website, www.com. Yep. Okay. And um, you can follow her on um, Instagram at, at MoFlames uh, underscore author. TikTok, uh, Mo Flames underscore author, uh, t- uh, Twitter, uh, Mo Flames. You can find her on Facebook and you can find her also on Amazon. You follow her on Amazon, uh, her author page as well. Uh, I wanted to say it has been an honor and a pleasure, and it has been my absolute uh, joy to have you on Authors Excerpt Sunday. Is there anything else that uh, you want to share with us uh, before we go? It has been an honor that you did this on your birthday, Miss Sharice. Happy (laughs) birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. 
Come on. Happy birthday. I know that's right. Oh, my goodness. I thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's an honor for me that you did that. Uh, if I knew that, I would have told you we could have rescheduled, but I appreciate you. This is an honor for me. Um, and, and again, when book two come out, we're doing this all over again. <laughs> and by the way, you're like, Mo, girl, no, you did. <laughs> uh -huh. so, yeah. I know, right? I know, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Enjoy the rest of your birthday. Here's to many, many more blessings. Thank you, dear. Thank you. All right, everyone. It has been, it has been a marvelous time we have had. It is, it is our time to go. I'm so sorry, but I know we want to keep talking. And what we're gonna have to catch her when she come back again with her next book. And uh her, the the book is still one ain't enough part two or three. One still ain't enough. One still ain't enough. Okay, one still. Oh, one still ain't enough. Okay, all right. Excuse me, my bad. Um, <laughs> I know that's right. One still ain't enough. Okay, all right. It is. It's been my honor. It's been a pleasure. It has been everything I have ever, 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 ever had. You know, to really get to know an author. It has been my pleasure. It my has God. been, uh, you know. Well, we have done so many things of this evening, and I thank you so much, and I thank all my audience for coming in and supporting Miss Mo Flames for the interview, and I love you, and I will talk to everyone later. All right, babies. All right. Thank you, Miss Mo. Thank you. Bye. Bye, babies. Hello everyone and welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you.
Sie sind 